welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries radio show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Life's Necessities and Luxuries Radio. This is episode number 14. My question to you today is, do you give yourself permission? Are you one of those types of people who is secretly harboring feelings that you like to do certain things but are afraid to do them because you may seem like you're being selfish? Here's a quick story. One day, when I was around 23 years old, I was homeless, living on the floor of my sister and niece's apartment. I didn't have the money to get my own place. I needed two months' rent plus security plus a realtor fee, and I was helping them out financially. And my niece, at the time, who was five years younger than me, was actually having a baby, and I actually wound up moving in there the night that she went into labor. But here was a child who was an infant who was a colic, and she couldn't sleep at night, and she would cry all night long. Now, mind you, I was working about mm, 75, 80 hours a week with MCA Music at the time, and I was exhausted, not by just from not sleeping at night, but from the work that I did because it was really intense. So I remember taking my niece out for drives at 2 a.m. in the morning so that she'd fall asleep, and that usually helped. But I did that for almost a year, and I know they kind of got dependent on my income coming in to help them out and all that kind of stuff. So leaving, I started to feel really, really guilty. And then one day, a co-worker of mine, we were discussing the situation, and I knew I had to find my own place. And she said to me, you know what, Marie? there's a huge difference between being selfish and self-preservation. Well, talk about a aha moment because the light bulb went off and it was like the, the Red Sea parted and it was just amazing because I knew right then and there that I was actually free to make the move and act accordingly. So I found a small studio. The rent was really low and I was able to afford to move in and right away my peace of mind quickly followed pursuit. So I had to give myself permission though to make that move and it wasn't until somebody I felt like gave me the permission to do it by telling me it was okay. Did you ever get into that situation or have you feel like you're in that situation right now? So what are you holding off on giving yourself permission to do? Is it to buy a new car? Is it to find a new place to live? Maybe it's to find a new career or it could be you're looking for a new partner. Maybe you want to go on a dream vacation or anything else it might be. Are you waiting for someone to give you permission that it's okay to do what it is that you're looking to do? So many times we wait for others' approval in order to move forward with our dreams. But we have to find ways to overcome that. And sometimes fear gets placed in us and, you know, we may think that people are going to judge us for what we want to do or what we don't do. Sometimes you really have to dig deep to find that you really want to do something. It has nothing to do with anything except to give you some additional bliss in your life. You know, just to have a little bit of happiness. But we must learn that it's okay to have fun in our lives, to want better things in life, and that there's so many wonderful things out there that we can have access to, so why not grab hold of them? So many of us are workaholics, and we don't need to work all the time and sacrifice having fun or doing the things that we dream about doing. Now, mind you, work is extremely important. It's how we put food on the table and keep a roof over our heads. We need to make money. I'm not saying that that's not the case. But we also have to have peace of mind and happiness because that's so important. And, you know, I even felt like it's more important than money sometimes because you could have a ton of money and be miserable, right? So 
Why not have happiness and peace in your mind? How many stories have I heard about people who hate their jobs? It's endless. I mean, I've been hearing this for so many years. And it's not just for people who are middle-aged, but it's people of all ages, whether they're teenagers, they're, they're in their 20s, maybe they're in their 60s, and they're still working and they hate their job, and they've been there for however many years or decades. And they always only stay for one reason and one reason only, and that's because they need the money. Now, I get that. We all need the money to live, right? But what I never could understand is why didn't they ever search for another position that would not only bring them an income to keep paying the bills, but potentially bring them so much more happiness and peace? Is it fear-based? Is it just they're lazy and they don't want to look for another job? Or is it all the above? I really, I don't know the answer to that question, but if you feel stuck or stymied and you're in a position Start looking, start, you know, looking online at different places to, to just think about something else that you might want to do, where you can go to school at night and just start to study something or just study it online so that you can get some inf some ways to learn about what it is and go experience it and see if it's something you may want to look into. I have a friend whose dream was to go to Italy and I asked, why hasn't he gone? And he said, he's too busy placing other people. So I said, well, when are you going to change that mindset and start pleasing yourself? Because, you know, you have to make yourself happy. In the end, yes, you want to make other people happy, but you really have to make sure that you make yourself happy because you really don't have anybody else who's going to make you happy <laughs> except yourself. So it's so important. But when I asked him when he was going to change that, he didn't have an answer, but I could see that the wheels started turning in his head. So I hope that he gets out there and does it. But it's really important to make that decision now that it's okay to do the things we want in our lives. Whether you have a family or a husband or a wife and what have you, and you have other responsibilities, still doesn't mean that you can't achieve some of those things. I'm not saying that be selfish and do every single thing and ignore them. I'm just saying take some time out for yourself to start getting a little bit more inquisitive to see what it is that you want so that you can start taking those classes or start reading those books to learn how. My ex-fiance, he didn't like flying that much. And I found in the beginning of our relationship and basically throughout the nine and a half years that we were engaged, I found that I wasn't traveling like I normally did. Usually I would take uh, a few trips throughout the year. I would get on a plane, go to Europe or go to the Caribbean or what have you. But he had a lot of personal things going on, so he was kind of tied down, and he had a kid that he was responsible for who was still underage, and uh, it was going through a bad divorce, and it was just really ugly. So I felt like, well, he couldn't go, so I didn't go, because I felt guilty about going without him. But then I started to get regret, and that's one thing in my life that I never wanted to live with was regret, because regret is something that, you know, you wish you did, but you never did, and you'll never be able to do it. So... That's why I always say, you know, do what you can and do what you can't, but don't ever stop trying because you don't know what happens when you don't try. And you know what happens when you stop dreaming, right? You know, we just die. I always felt that if somebody truly loves you, really, really loves you, then they're going to want what's best for you. They want you to be happy and they're not going to feel jealous that you're going to do something that they don't want to do. And if they do, then it's really not love. It's maybe more possession or obsession or something else, but it's not really love. And the one thing I never want is for anyone to feel that I ever stopped them from accomplishing their goals or dreams, even if it means I may get left behind. I want to make sure that I push them and move them up and let them get whatever it is that they want to do done. So do you want to be that person who's secretly harboring ill feelings towards somebody else that you're involved with? 
Or do you want to have that open discussion to say, this is really what I want to do. I know it may interfere with our weekly schedule, but if we can work it out and, and try to figure out ways on how you can actually work, work it out together. And if your partner says, you know, they hate their job and they're only keeping it to make everyone else in the household happy, well, do you really want to see them coming home from work every night in a really terrible mood because they're doing something that they hate doing every day? Because if you find yourselves fighting more often or, or worse, you know, they may not be there emotionally for each other. That's when things really start to unravel in the relationship and it's just going to eventually fall apart. So if you really love that person, I mean, really, really, truly love them, then you're going to give them the freedom that they need to do what fuels them and, and see what ignites them and makes them happy. And the same goes for you. You know, you want them to do the same for you. Now, obviously, I'm not referring to, let's say your husband likes to, you know, go gambling and wants to gamble every month. But if you have, if he has a goal to see the Grand Canyon once before he dies, then let him go, whether without you, and if it's with a buddy or with himself, whatever, you know, trust them enough to let them go. Now, moving into an entrepreneurship or living the life of, of a musician or an artist, it definitely takes a certain type of person to live with a person who's in that particular business and not feel like you're being neglected because you will feel like you are being neglected because we work longer hours than most folks. We don't always get our weekends off like everyone else with a normal nine to five job. So if you're involved with someone in this category, it may be very important for you to understand what you're getting into, especially if it's a new relationship. And if you can't handle things like that, then it may be best for you not to get involved because remember, you can't and you won't be able to change them. So don't try. But let's say you're in a relationship and your husband wants to start a rock and roll band. Okay. He may have many other responsibilities, but don't you think it's only fair that if you're handling those responsibilities that maybe he can practice with a group one night a week and say maybe he gigs out live once a month? Would that be too much of a strain on your relationship or on the household responsibilities? I think that that could probably be worked out if you have a willing partner to work with. Or let's say you're the wife and mom and you want to learn how to draw or paint or maybe you want to go back to school and finish your degree. Does that mean you shouldn't be able to because you have other responsibilities? I'd say find a way to do it now. You know, maybe you can make your meals on a Sunday so that you have food on the table for them every day of the week and then your hubby don't come home upset saying, oh, there's no food on the table and complaining and la 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 la. But these little types of things, it really takes work and planning to see how you can both do the things that you want to do and still maintain your household and keep the peace and, you know, still offer them the love and support that you each need to keep moving forward so that you can live the most fulfilled life that you can possibly do. Well, that's it for today. I hope these tips help you. I would love to know. Please leave me a comment. And don't forget to stop at the website at www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com. And please sign up because I would love to continue to give you tips, tricks, and tutorials on how to live a very luxurious and necessary life on a beer and pretzels budget. And stop at the YouTube channel for some fun videos that are up there under Life's Necessities and Luxuries. Or you can look it up under my name, Dawn Marie Mutell. That's M-U-T-E-L-L. And thanks again for stopping by and remember to live happily, to live lovingly, to live peacefully, and to live successfully. Until the next time, namaste. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.